This is Self-Awareness for Everyone. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, tools for applied guidance for mindfulness, non-toxic positivity, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week, in the great cosmic scheme of things, do I and anything I do matter? Let's face it, this is a question that I think most people ask along the way. Does anything I do matter? Do I matter? When it comes to the universe, which is so, so big, do I matter? Do the things that I do matter? Does anything at all I do matter? This can get really old really fast. This can also lead you down some really weird places, especially if the squirrels in your brain are being major dicks, which mine are. The squirrels in my brain right now are really going at it on things that I have zero actual interest in dealing with, except I do desire to deal with them. What on earth is that supposed to even mean? If you're familiar with the concept of squirrels on the brain or brain weasels or the like, it's those little chittering, nagging thoughts in the back of your head that aren't actually you or yours. However, they're composed of societal expectations, parents, teachers, siblings, friends, even random strangers who tell you things, and they are constantly going at it, telling you that you're not good enough, you are undeserving, unworthy, that maybe you should have been recognized when you weren't, that perhaps you really do suck at that thing that you think that you don't suck at. I mean, take your pick. They're not nice. They are nasty, and they tend to chew on things utterly outside of our control. That's one of the biggest issues I have at the moment with my brain weasels. I have certain things in my head that have been bothering me on different levels depending on what exactly they are. Most of these things tie into my fears, specifically my fear of abandonment, which isn't actually a fear of abandonment because that's actually the cover for some really deep-seated anger and resentment and hurt that I've been holding on to for 40 plus years of my life. However, I've been working on that So it's not really a thing, except it is. Yeah, I know this is very, very circular, but stay with me here. The point is, this has caused me to really wonder if anything about my life matters. Then, because, you know, that's not nearly enough, there's the current world situation. I mean, we are about to start the election cycle here in the United States. I don't care what side you're on. We are about to see quite probably the most ugly presidential election in a society of our nature. We should not be having the kind of problems that we're about to see in this election because, let's be blunt, the one side's running a guy who's a criminal. I'm sorry, I don't care if you're a Trump supporter. He is not a good person. He does not do good things, and he doesn't mean well for anybody. And I'm not going to pull punches on this one, my friends. I'm sorry, I can't. This guy is evil, and the people backing him are just awful, awful examples of the human race. The thing of it is, the more you focus on that and the more you try to do something about it, the more you're going to make yourself feel like you don't matter. Because how does anything matter in the face of this much insanity, of rising fascism and racism that we all thought that we might have been past, or at least a lot of us thought we were past, yet here we are. 
And that's part of the issue. This is part of where looking at things and questioning whether or not I matter, which I know others do, gets really fuzzy, especially in the grand scheme of things. In this cosmic scheme of the universe, how does any of this matter? Let's just add to this the other awfulness going on as I record this. There's the lunacy going on between the Israelis and the Palestinians, which is not actually the Israelis and the Palestinians, it's Hamas and Netanyahu and his people. And yet, everybody's being caught up in this craziness. On top of that, there's Putin's ongoing war in Ukraine, which just, it's ugly, and it's utterly unnecessary. Yet the poor Ukrainians are being just wrecked by this need this guy's got for power. It's not logical. The thing of it is, we can't pretend these things don't exist. However, if we focus on them, it's going to be very, very easy to see a doom and gloom vantage point of the world because, well, crap, it looks like it's all just going to hell. The truth is, it's not. The news cycle and our fear-based society and a lot of false messages of scarcity, lack, and insufficiency all tie together to make us feel like we're less, to make us feel like nothing we do matters, to make us feel like the things that we do do for ourselves are selfish. I'll get into that a bit more later, but I want to talk about taking a different vantage point when it comes to any of this. When all these crazy things going on in the world make us question our part in them, it can feel like we don't matter. And it's a thought that makes us think, what can I do with the world at large? Is there anything I can do about that? Realistically, the answer is little to nothing. You can vote in your elections, you can attend protests, you can boycott awful businesses, you can talk about it, write about it, express your opinion of it, but apart from that, there is very little that you can do. And that's because the only thing over which you have any genuine, actual factual control is you. You have complete and total control over your life choices. You can choose and decide for yourself how your attitude and your approach to life is going to be. This is where, however, it can feel like, does anything I do matter? The reality is, of course it does, because it matters to you. It matters to me. And what that means is that anything that I choose to do matters, and it matters to and for me. Ah, you might be thinking, but isn't that selfish? Okay, let's get into a little bit of my thoughts on selfishness. My definition of selfishness is really quite simple. Any action taken with malice of forethought, knowledge full and well that what you are going to do is going to cause hurt or harm to another, and importantly, you do not care about that, is selfish. An example I've been using a lot lately. You're one of 12 people. There are 12 cookies. All 12 of you desire to get a cookie. When it's your turn, you take three. You know full well that by taking three cookies, two people are not getting cookies. That is true selfishness. If you don't care that you took those cookies and denied those two people theirs, if you don't feel bad about it, guess what? You are being selfish. Another thing that often gets viewed 
as a type of selfishness comes from self-care. When you end a relationship that's not working, when you end a friendship, when you walk away from a toxic person, when you do something to care for your health, wellness, and well-being, be it mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, or all the above, this is not selfish. Yes, somebody else, especially if you're cutting somebody off or you're ending the relationship you have with them, are going to probably see this as selfish. Other people who might choose to take sides also are going to see this as selfish. The thing of it is this. It is not selfish to practice self-care. I'm not talking about massages and luxurious baths or anything of that nature. I'm talking about general self-care, eating properly, getting yourself some exercise, standing from time to time instead of sitting at your desk eight hours a day, journaling, meditating, doing anything that makes you feel solid and centered and good. That is self-care. Anything that cares for your mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health, that is self-care. When you actively practice self-care, it can have an impact not just on you. It starts with you. But when you are practicing self-care and doing things to take care of your life, that can have an impact on other people. You become empowered. And when you are empowered, you become a beacon. As a beacon, you can help other people to become empowered. Now, that doesn't mean you can tell them what to do. It doesn't mean that you can offer them your one surefire way to do things. What it does mean is that you can be a beacon because they see you living your life on your terms, taking care of yourself, not being miserable, and they go, hey, how did you do that? And they might express interest in doing the same thing. And that's a big part of why what I do matters. It's also why what you do matters in the cosmic scheme of the universe. Because the little things add up to the big things. Because all of our choices and decisions that we make to improve upon our lives, or even just to live our lives as fully as humanly possible, and practicing self-care empowers. People that are empowered have more control over their life experience. And a great deal of our fear-based society and the false lack, scarcity, and insufficiency constantly being broadcast at us is to disempower us. Why? Because a lot of our leaders, rather than seeing the opportunity to provide empowerment and to better not just themselves but others, are so terrified of losing their little itty-bitty bit of power that they think is ginormous that they're going to disempower others to hold that power. I give you a huge portion of the Republican Party of the United States. Again, I hate to get political, but I can't help myself because ethics, people, where did they go? There is no ethics going on in this party. They don't care about the cheaters and the liars. In fact, they embrace them. They've increasingly embraced people who are fascist and racist and sexist, and that's not what this nation is supposed to be about. Sorry, I went off on a tangent, but during this year, it is going to be very, very hard for me not to, because I believe that a good part of what we need to do when we are empowered is to share why we feel it's important to pay attention to these things. Because guess what? Voting 
is one of the few powers you have in this country. With a few exceptions, you have the power to vote. The more people who bother, the more we can control the outcome and prevent some truly awful possibilities from coming to pass. But I digress. Who makes the choices and decisions to live, to do, or to experience your life? The answer? You. Is there anybody else who can do that? No. You're it. You're the only one in your head, heart, and soul. This is your life. And this is where self-awareness is for everyone. The more self-aware we are, the more we have ability to empower ourselves and make choices and decisions to choose and live life as best we possibly can. During this finite time that we are here, and unfortunately it is finite, we can only do so much. However, we also have a choice. Live life as best we can, or let life live us. Or, frankly, curl up in a ball and wait for it to end. Whatever choices you make, and they will vary from time to time, you have them. You can make them. And that's part of where self-awareness comes in. So, does anything I do matter to the big picture? In the abstract, no. However, once I zoom in on myself and my life, absolutely it does. Why? Because I'm the only one who can choose what's best for me. I'm the only one who can decide if I am going to live with passion and purpose and a desire to help others. Or am I going to choose to harm others? Because that is a choice too. We are not in competition for either the tangibles or the intangibles of the world. It often looks like we are. Hell, half of the advertising world is telling you that if you don't get yours now, somebody else is going to take it from you and you will never get it. That's not true. It looks true, but it's not. The vast majority of what people truly desire is intangible, and it is so abundant that we have more than enough for everyone. This can be very difficult to see, especially in our consumerist, materialistic world. But the truth is out there, and the truth is what we desire isn't things, it's experiences, it's feelings, it's to have kindness, compassion, and empathy be poured over us because it feels good. It feels like we belong when that happens. And part of human nature is connection. Even the most introverted among us need at least a little bit of connection. Maybe they don't want tons of it, but they almost all want at least one person who gets them. It's been my experience at the very least. That may or may not be true for you. My choices and decisions to live a life as fully as I can doesn't take that away from anybody else. This is why who I am, what I do, matters. And it does, in the grand scheme of things, matter because this is my one and only life. So I get to make all the choices about what to do with it. Yes, there are limitations sometimes, and yes, there are obligations and needs and things like that that cannot be ignored. However, when it comes to my life and living it as I desire to live it, that's on me. It may not be easy. The choices may often look less than stellar, but I have them. And you know what? I matter. And guess what? So do you. To do 
anything to impact the big picture of the universe, you need to start with yourself. And that means that recognizing how you matter and that the things you do matter is where this begins and is how you can be a beacon in a world of crazy darkness that doesn't need to be dark for others. This is not selfish. It's a matter of self-interest because I am the only one who can live my life and be who, what, where, how, and why I desire to be. And you have the exact same power and ability. This is about self-awareness. Self-awareness will let you see that you do matter. You know why you matter? Because you're here. May not seem like much, but to be honest, it's everything, especially if the meaning of life is to live it. And that's what I believe. Let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. Write out everything that's on your mind right now. List it into one of three columns, good, bad, and either neither or neutral. That's the same third column. Place Each thing on your mind, no matter what it is, if it's big or small, personal, impersonal, global, whatever, on the page or the screen. This should be a stream of consciousness activity. Write down anything that comes to mind, but make sure you assign it to the correct column for you, if it's good, bad, or neither or neutral, whichever of those two. Give yourself two to five minutes to do this, and I recommend setting a timer so that you don't go over whatever time you set. When you're done, highlight, circle, or underline anything that you cannot directly control. For example, politics, war, terrible people and business practices, and the like. When you're done, rewrite the list, excluding all of those things that you previously highlighted, circled, or underlined. From your new list, when it comes to the neutral or the bad, what, if anything, can you do with or about it? Lastly, write out all the things from the list that you removed because you cannot control them. What, if anything, can you do about them? If the answer is nothing, can you release them and move on without them? Use this exercise anytime you find yourself questioning if you matter and or if you're feeling overwhelmed. Self-awareness means being aware of yourself, and that takes practice. You are worthy and deserving of being aware of yourself. Know why? Because you matter. Thanks for joining me. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Honey. She is the creator of my original cover art. Take a moment to visit her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com. Also, please check out my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and other online retailers. I hope you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand 
with mindfulness and can be applied to improve your life experience as well as that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please, be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be and that you matter. Namaste.